Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Yep. What's up, everybody? I'm live on Facebook, Periscope, D Live, YouTube, and hopefully Twitch shortly here, if not already. Thank you for joining. It is Wednesday, November 4th. Fourth? Is it fourth? I think of it as being fourth, but is it the fourth? 2019. I mean, 2020. <laughs> what a mess. 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. I will be getting to your calls. Lots of people are already trying to get in. 888-775-3773. As I mentioned during the Jesse Lee Peterson show earlier just this morning, I will be touching on some madness going on in South Africa. The fake news media in South Africa is every bit as corrupt, perhaps even more corrupt, but no, I think they're every bit as corrupt as the U.S. media, which are mostly, I say, domestic enemies. They're evil, they're lying, they're deceptive, they are undermining all sense of decency, and it's ridiculous. And I have some background on DeRay, as if you really wanted to know, but uh, we're going to subject you to some DeRay, at least a DeRay clip. <laughs> It'll be a few minutes long. You will at least be a little bit more enlightened or reminded about how evil that even the black male, non-lesbian, or is he count as a lesbian too, uh, Black Lives Matter agitator, is and you know I covered some stuff in the news about him the Supreme Court protecting him from a lawsuit ridiculous thank you to Uncle Clarence <laughs> Thomas the great only true justice on the Supreme Court with the possible exception of yes I may allow Samuel Alito to be considered a, a second true justice on the court the rest of them liberals Rhinos. And I like Gorsuch. I like Kavanaugh. They're nice. I even like kind of um, Amy Barrett. I mean, I, I like beer, <laughs> says Justice Kavanaugh. He got some hang-ups, right? Kiss-ups. Kiss-ups. But, you know, that is the state of men and so-called Christians today, isn't it? Whether Catholics or Protestants or whatever. And, you know, I like to make fun of Catholics. Because <laughs> I just, you know. But whatever. Some of you guys were raised that way. Hey, don't change. Um, and I have some election mess. Whole lot of transgenders. Is that the proper transgender people? You know, people who are, who, males, who are posing as females getting into state lawmaking positions. Talk about a degenerate electorate. Electorate who actually voted for these people. What a shame. And they're, ma they're making it into office. A change's gonna come. Anyways, guys, let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh. La, 
Hey guys! So, isn't the world so backwards like I always say? The decent people under attack and the evil people get uplifted. It's disgusting. You know, we were talking about how Baltimore, Maryland is full of... I didn't spit, I don't think. Is full of just corrupt, fake, black female Democrat politicians, radicals, who kiss up to the no-justice-no-peace type mob, and they uplift, and Barack Obama sends representatives to the funeral of a drug dealer, and this guy has so many priors. I'm talking about Freddie Gray. It's ridiculous. I'm gonna be touching on that later, maybe this hour or possibly next. I am two hours live, Monday through Friday, everybody. Right on. Um, and they're uplifting the transgenders and pretending, oh, if you're Christian, you're transphobic. Ridiculous. Um, by the way, Super Dave's wife, Super Dave's wife, congratulations to Super Dave's wife. Is she your wife? She won, according to Twitter, the far-left publisher Twitter, which suppresses decent people, including President Trump. Twitter. Ilhan Omar won in Minnesota her re-election bid for the U.S. House of Representatives, the 5th Congressional District, according to AP, Associated Press, and NBC. Some people did something? <laughs> My voice is not deep enough to imitate Ilhan Omar. And after all, there's a duh, 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 duh. we all have to get scrutinized, we Muslims. <laughs> Congratulations to the, uh, anyways, w never mind, I don't want to get too much into that. But Alexandria Cortez also stays on there. And supposedly, according to Drudge, the squad, meaning the um, progressive female Democrat congressman of color, has grown. It's to be expected, honestly. A whole lot of sick people voting in sick fellow sick people, sick-minded, and sick spiritually. It's really disgusting. Man, I'm excited to get to some of your calls. Let me quickly cover this story of this, these radical transgenders, meaning the transgender so-called, you know, the, this is a, I think it's still recognized as a mental illness where you have gender dysphoria, meaning you're confused and you feel different from what your body expresses and all that stuff. Sarah McBride, some guy who calls himself Sarah McBride, um, has been elected as the first openly transgender state senator. And if this sounds like old news being rehashed to you, it's because they've already been elected over the past three years to um, other, like, state house or state assembly or state delegate, whatever, positions. Sarah McBride, according to this far-left female outlet, worse than the skim, perhaps, which, if that's even possible, maybe the same thing, right? 
the 19th. They call themselves the 19th. This is the outlet. Um, this is the headline from this outlet, the 19th, which I think that's a reference to the 19th Amendment. Women fall for everything, right? Especially the most evil things. And the headline reads, Sarah McBride elected as first openly transgender state senator. At least 16 openly transgender candidates for, this, for state house seats are on the November ballot, they say. And this is Delaware. Delaware. The little state with big problems. She defeated Republican Steve Washington. I don't know anything about this Steve Washington guy. And she'll become the highest ranking transgen- one of the highest ranking transgender leaders, so-called leaders, in the nation, stepping into office at the time of unprecedented challenges for transgender Americans. I don't know what they're talking about with that. Anise Parker is president of the LGBTQ Victory Fund, meaning they want to push LGBTQIA madness into the government to uh, rule over the normal people. McBride's win is a testament to the growing influence of transgender leaders that gives hope to countless trans people. False hope. Their misery is not based on who's in office or what type of discriminatory laws gives them special treatment and flies in the face of children and normal thinking people. Right? For Sarah to shatter a lavender ceiling. The lavender ceiling, okay. In such a polarizing year as a powerful reminder, voters are increasingly rejecting the politics of bigotry. Yeah, it's bigotry. In favor of candidates who stand for fairness and equality. Such a lie, says this Anise Parker of the radical LGBTQ madness. Her victory will inspire more trans people to follow in her footsteps and run for public office. And there are way too many. Three years ago, Danica Rowem, a man presumably, male, presumably who calls himself Danica, calls himself a she-her, probably, now a delegate in the Virginia General Assembly, became the first openly transgender candidate elected and seated to a state legislature. She, he, who calls himself she, bested an anti-transgender incumbent, Bob Marshall, and won re-election in 2019 despite transphobic attacks. Le- another couple of dudes, Lisa, calls himself Lisa Bunker, and Jerry, G-E-R-R-I, Cannon, won seats in New Hampshire House of Representatives in 2018. Bri- this is another dude, Brianna Titone. Won a seat in Colorado House of Representatives in 2018 as well. Bunker Cannon to tone re-election this year. Seeking re-election. Roem, that Danica Roem dude, said of this dude Sarah McBride, she certainly inspired me to, he really, but says she, certainly inspired me to run and hoped, showed all of us in the so-called community, communities are made of families, that we could have a seat at the table, so it's not a community. She's not, it's not a coincidence that the number of openly trans legislators has grown dramatically in a short period of time since Danica's first election. Man, look at that. Yikes. Yikes, that's too graphic. <laughs> T- 
take that down. At least 16 openly transgender candidates for the state house seats, like I said. Tuesday night, the projected Stephanie Byers, somebody who calls him or herself Stephanie Byers in Kansas, will become the state's first openly transgender lawmaker and first Native American, that means American Indian, trans candidate, because he's a member of the Chickasaw, Chickasaw Nation. What a disgrace. Taylor Small of Vermont, also elected, felt ecstatic about making history. So many more folks going to be joining and making a progressive change. The lens that marginalized people bring to the state house will be important in crafting and improving policy that can have a disproportionate impact on them. So did I get all of them? Sarah McBride, State Senator, Delaware, 2020. Demon rat. (laughs) I'm presuming that these people are Democrats, dummycrats, right? I call them demon rats. Danica Roem, R-O-E-M, delegate, Virginia, 2017 and 2019 reelected. Lisa Bunker, and these are in quotation marks for their first names because they've had to have changed their names in order to pretend to be women. All dudes, interestingly. Uh, Jerry Cannon, Lisa Bunker, Taylor, which is, makes me laugh because Taylor is a um, notoriously androgynous name, right? Or unisex. Sorry, Taylors. <laughs> but that's what they, in fact, like uh, one of my former... Um, one of my former, what do you call that, those people who helped me out? Interns, one of my former interns, one of my de facto producers, former producers, put Taylor on his, um, on his stuff so that, uh, so that his stuff would get returned. Because if it's a dude and he misplaces something, somebody may pick it up and say, Dylon, forget him. But if it's Taylor, oh, it's probably maybe a woman. <laughs> and, but it's also an acceptable man's name. Anyway, kind of funny. More wannabes. All wannabes, actually. But more wannabes. Jessica Katzenmeyer in Wisconsin could be the first, the state's first openly trans lawmaker. And Madeline Eden. And these people, like I, again, they changed their first names. Could be the first openly trans lawmaker in Texas State House. Record-shattering 570 or more LGBTQ plus candidates seeking office in November, according to Victory Fund, which is the LGBTQ madness. McBride, here's some background on this Sarah McBride female, I mean male, looks like a female, a little bit, from far away, 30 years old. But it's a, it's a guy, according to them, right? If it's transgender, it has to be, and playing a woman, it has to be a guy. McBride, oh shoot. Well, there goes my Twitch and YouTube accounts, right? <laughs> we'll see. Um, because, it's, because it's considered hateful not to go along with the delusion. Yeah, right. That's real good for them to, to play along with the delusion. McBride currently serves as the national press secretary for the Human Rights Campaign. Human Rights Campaign is a radical, homosexual, LGBTQ madness, communist Anything with human rights in it is communist, automatically. 
It really is. If you look around at all these human rights organizations, they don't support actual rights. They support abortion. It's ridiculous. Um, human rights campaign national press secretary is this Sarah McBride guy has held supporting roles in politics for more than a decade, including 2008. He, he, call himself she, worked for Delaware Governor Jack Merkel, Markle, before going to work for then-Attorney General Bo Biden, the one who died. Isn't Bo Biden the one who died? In 2010, first out-transgender wannabe female to intern at the White House. That was Obama. That's not... Trump, 2016, he, wannabe she, became the first transgender to address the Democrat National Convention, the DNC. How far they've fallen, right? Though working on, through working on Bo Biden's re-election campaign in 2010, McBride became friends with Joe Biden. Told you guys, Joe Biden is a sleaze, vice president. Kisses up to evil. And he is evil. He's worse than this dude, I bet. Although, give it time, right? The two have remained in touch. The vice, former Vice President Joe Biden, disgraced under B- Obama, wrote the foreword to McBride's 2018 memoir. This 30-year-old or 28-year-old wrote a memoir. Ridiculous, huh? Tomorrow will be different. Love, loss, and the fight for trans equality, which recounts, quote-unquote, her, meaning his, late so-called husband, Andrew Cray, as he battled terminal cancer. I guess, I don't know if he's dead or not. Crazy, huh? Weird. But that's what's going on. So it's not just the president you gotta look out for. Local politics. You notice these transgender people shoot for the local politics. They're in the um, city council of... Um, Minneapolis, I want to say. There's like this horrific looking person who is in Minneapolis. This black dude, I want to say, Minneapolis City Council, transgender, black, male, want to be female. I think it's Minneapolis. And he looks crazy. Let me just see. Just Google it. The the predator, (laughs) says Nick. I don't want to be mean, right? I'm not trying to be mean, but yikes. They go local. What are all these people trying to shoot the moon? You know, shooting the moon is like you go for like the hardest thing to do. Although I have sh- shot the moon before. Andrea Jenkins. Andrea Jenkins or Andrea Jenkins. Minneapolis City Council. Thank you, Nick. Nicolas. You transphobe you. But uh, just show it for like one second because it's like... <laughs> Sorry, kids. (laughs) Cover your eyes. But uh, they go for the local. They fill in. They fill in these uh, local seats, and then they grow up or grow so-called grow into the national. Some people are trying to topple Nancy Pelosi or Maxine Waters and all that stuff, or run for president. I think that's kind of delusional. There's the person. Misguided person. Mis- and misleading and misguiding the city of Minneapolis. Minneapolis, such a rich history. How far they've fallen, right? 
and this is honestly just the tip of the iceberg because the degeneracy is rampant and it's not necessarily showing. These people are wearing their problems, right? <laughs> but so many people got issues and not overcoming it. And it's, it's become acceptable. It's become acceptable to be into the magic mushrooms and the pot and the pornography and the drinking and the sex and all that stuff. Out of wedlock. That's why it's kind of encouraging to see a lot of you guys getting over pot, getting over the pornography stuff, stopping the sex, moving out of your parents or moving out of your girlfriend's places. That's cool. Or uh, moving the man out of your place, (laughs) whatever. I like that. That is encouraging, more so than even, although it's, or maybe let's say every bit as much as electing a decent man, at least a halfway decent man, And a genuine man, President Trump. Isn't that nice? He's president, and they're not. We'll see what happens. I think that he'll win. We'll see. He's not a loser. He's a winner. So if this is possible to win, he's winning. And I think he's going to pull through. We'll see. Right? Let me get to some calls. And uh, Simp No Mo gave a diamond and said, Happy birthday, Frank. Frank who? Frank Hassel? Have you guys ever heard of Frank Hassel? I haven't really watched his stuff because he got kicked off of YouTube or, you know, severely discriminated against in YouTube. I think I have to find it on Gumroad and BitChute. BitChute got taken down, but they got back up. He got knocked down, and they got up again. (laughs) That 90s song. I heard that was a... Is that a Christian song? Is it Australian? I want to say it's like Australian, but... Not sure. <laughs> Chumbo is Chumbo Wumba. Yeah. Anyway, that's so nineties, but I like it. <laughs> Let me get to Earl in Michigan. I'll try to keep it under control. I like talking to Earl sometimes, but I'll try to keep it short and sweet. Okay. A lot of you guys want to get in. Okay. So be patient. All right, Earl in Michigan. How are you doing? Hola, buenos dias. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon for you, I think. Eastern time in Michigan, I think. (laughs) See. Did you vote for President Trump? That's a redundant, stupid question. (laughs) Redundant. (laughs) Did you vote for Joe Biden? Joseph R. Biden? I I, I voted for or didn't vote for. What's funny is like. I will tell you one thing. Yeah. I didn't vote for Donald Trump. Oh, wow. And that's all you needed to know. Shame on you. No, shame shame on who, whoever did. <laughs> uh, How come he's coming through kind of high okay. pitch? Before, I, I want to talk about the... Uh, you get a new phone? Pla- Say what? Did you get a new phone? No, no. Are you on a different phone from usual? Yeah, I'm on a different phone. Okay, I can tell. Sounds all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about the platinum plan uh, by Ice Cube and uh, and 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 Trump administration, but first, okay, I wanted to make a comment about. Uh, I th- I apologize if this was the wrong person. I think Rick from Hampton, Virginia, or something. Um. 
he made a comment like, uh, if someone approaches you and want to know your business, where you're going, that you you shouldn't have any problems with telling them. I think that's totally, uh, you know, arbitrary. Yeah, it depends on the a, situation. You don't have a right to, I mean, you, you, you don't owe any obligation to tell anyone where you're going, who you're going to see, and not... None of your business is their business. You don't have to. Unless you need... Listen, you don't have to, but it's it's good to be decent with people. No, it's not to have to be decent. Yeah. These people are intruding, intruding on your business. Well, I know, but listen, uh, listen. Cops cops, and security guards are, are trying to look out, generally, for the community, yeah, right? Even them. Even them. I'm not saying that you, you don't have, have to listen, tell them. You don't have to, but at least ha- don't have a nasty black attitude. No, you just assert your rights and say where I'm going. I choose not to say because that's my business. You can do that. No you right can do that. On, you can do unless, that unless they have a legal uh, reason for stopping you in the first place, not fishing uh, for something. Uh, then they they can inquire where you're going and so forth. But if they listen, just want to know, listen, because they see you see you you, you black a black guy on the street and want to know where he's going. <laughs> That's no uh, uh, grounds for uh, him divulging anything. Listen, listen. You go back on my way unless you got some problems or with it. There's some crime you think I'm committed or did commit. You're not. Then you're no. not addressing the root issue. The root issue. You're not addressing the the fact that nobody has a right to uh, inquire. I just agreed you, uh, with. I just agreed with you, dude. I said you're right. Loud. You don't, don't necessarily have to. Fit. Huh? James, calm down. No, you don't tell me to calm down. I'm very calm. I'm very calm. (laughs) (laughs) So, but you're not, you're ignoring the fact that blacks sometimes have a very nasty attitude. It does matter. It doesn't matter. It does matter because blacks tend to, hold on. Blacks tend to escalate situations completely unnecessarily. Uh, Especially, well, in the cases where where situations have escalated unnecessarily, it's been because of their nasty attitude. Look at the case of that woman let, who was pulled... Let po- me uh, Hold educate on. you, fool. Hold on, let me give you one example. Look at the case of that woman who allegedly committed suicide inside of jail. Um, she was from, like, the Chicago area or something. She came down to Texas or Oklahoma or somewhere, and she got pulled uh, over. Sandra Bland? Yeah, Sandra Bland. She escalated that situation completely unnecessarily. You can criticize. No, the... he did. No, she did. The cop did. She had a. She was in her right. She had she a nasty. You're ignoring Earl. Earl. Give her a ticket. Earl, you're ignoring her nasty uh, attitude. Uh, no matter what, he escalated. What was no. wrong about? <laughs> he was very a, kind a ticket, to her. Writing a ticket for the for the. Uh, uh, you know, the thing that he claimed she did, maybe not signaling it right. uh, before she pulled over. Yeah, if she, she had... Hold on, Earl. Did. Earl. Yeah. If she had had a nicer attitude, she would never have you been... You have to have a nicer attitude. Your Fourth Amendment rights don't say, I need to talk to you real nice and pro- polite to uh, for you to be comfortable, and you can arrest me if I don't. You're do- You're being a... What you're doing right now is I'm a dis. Factual. You're be, you're you doing a dis. Hold on, argument. Earl. You're doing a disservice to. Hold so- on, James. Shh. Calm down, man or woman. 
You're doing a disservice right, to the. Right, shut up! Call me a woman. <laughs> all right, all right. You're doing a disservice to the young blacks who have a nasty attitude, and you have that same nasty attitude, but they're they're worse because they have more energy, and. That's no excuse for people to extract information from you that you don't. Have Calm to down, get. man. You're ignoring the pl- the fact that these blacks are getting themselves now, in serious trouble by escalating that the situation. That ends it right there. If you, it doesn't if end you anything. Don't have any business asking and a legal right to ask, and the person that, uh, doesn't want to answer. You have no other standing. You can go on or, or escalate it and try to be tough because they refuse to answer your question and escalate it, which is their fault, by the way. If you learn B- anything, Earl, Earl, uh, Earl, Earl, are blacks disproportionate? <laughs> Are blacks disproportionately getting killed by cops? Uh, uh, blacks disproportionately, according to their population, yeah. Yeah, right? And society. Yep. And that's because they are escalating the situation. No, yep. it's not only because they are escalating, it's because... But it's cops, also because they're they escalating the situation. Retrain them for de-escalation, because too many cases, they have escalated the situation. That's why many times they get Earl, fired. Earl, And then you have police departments Earl, going around. You're a communist, uh, useful oh, idiot. Shut up, boy. That's because you can't defend yourself. No, you're, you're being a useful idiot. You know what? You want to know no, why? you're a useful idiot. You oh, that's fine. That you, I'll be a useful a idiot and I'll stay point. alive. Uh, and, and if it doesn't, it doesn't fly, then the other person must be a useful idiot or whatever you The blacks who agree with me are going to live in any type of interaction with the cops because they have respect. Whereas the blacks who agree with you are going to unnecessarily escalate the situation and be all about their rights with no respect. And meanwhile, they're well, going to constantly blame matters. the cops and never look at themselves. That's all that matters is your rights. You said the key No, matters. that's not all that matters. You have and no rights if you're immoral. And, and when the cops exceed and, and, There's and no, infringe on your rights, uh-huh. then it gets escalated. Too many times, cops don't like the word no. They think they have to have an answer because they answer it. I'm the law. I'm the bad. And and you know what, Earl? And you know what, Earl? And you know what, Earl? And blacks think that they have the right to commit crimes and not be asked anything now about you're going it. Into an old different subject. It's the uh, same subject, Earl. The, it's the same subject. No, you aren't. You going Yes, it's the same topic. subject. Uh, it's the same yeah, subject, Earl. Cops are asking questions because they are trying to know what's going on in the community. And blacks are not asking, answering questions because they have something to hide. Cops have a right to ask questions. Yes. The question is, you have a right not to answer them. Right. You don't have to answer a single question uh, to the cops if you don't want to. Yep. You're not doing anything wrong. Right. But have a nice attitude. So, Keep so a nice attitude. Your, your point is mute. Now, let me get no, you don't care idea. about, you just don't care about blacks. You just want no, blacks just to keep on getting themselves killed. Because that you can't it's, it's a plain uh, fact, Earl, it's a plain fact that blacks are committing more crimes. They're resisting arrest. There you go into a they're more likely topic. to kill cops. That it's all the same topic. 
asking you for Oh! They're more likely to kill cops, and you're ignoring everything. what? Nonsense? That's not what we were talking about. It's the same thing. No, it ain't. Yes, it is. My right, my right to keep quiet and not say anything is a Fourth Amendment right. All right. Cry me a river. I don't have to tell the... I don't have to tell the police jack. Now, if he doesn't like Rick, it, all that Rick was saying, Earl, was have some decency. But you don't no, like decency. Is, you don't want blacks uh, to be decent. Just admit you don't want blacks to be decent. No, I don't want folks... I want to uh, hear you uh, say uh, it. No I don't want blacks to be decent. Right. I'm Earl. I don't like blacks being decent. No, you're just making up a stupid argument. No, that's what you are. That's what you're doing. Uh, when it comes down to rights, you have no, no, no grounds. Earl, Earl, hey Earl, uh, Earl, Earl. Is, what good are your rights if your, if your city is full of crime? Oh, stop making stupid. No, you answer the answer well, the question. Uh, answer the uh, question. Uh, what good are your rights if the, the criminals? Hold on, Earl. No Earl. What good are your rights if the criminals are allowed to run wild? Because they don't want to answer criminals, the cops' question. Right. Or totally different things. They don't, they don't, uh, you don't give up your rights because there's criminals. Yes, there. you do. Yes, Idiot. you do. There's no such thing as freedom without morality. And oh, blacks have, be- blacks have, it's a fact. You it's, wouldn't know the, the founding fathers morality. said it, it's a you fact. Can't, you're making a whole <laughs> different argument out of nothing. No, it's not. And when it comes down to it, the bottom line is you don't have the right, you have the right. To tell people your business, you have a right not to. Period. Well, now, whatever. Okay. The, All right. Thank you, Earl. I appreciate uh, it, man. No, Take I care. Didn't get to uh, Mr. Uh, Ice Cube's the difference between Ice Cube's uh, a platinum plan uh-huh. is that Ice Cube. It wasn't Ice Cube. He had, uh, you know, he had good intentions, but it, and and he he cleared it up that. The platinum plan, it wasn't his plan. That's Donald Trump's Correct. Uh, administration plan. Yeah. He only, they only borrowed something from his plan. He was going to, his, his, his thing was to show both, whoever was elected, uh, would he want uh, some, some, certain things addressed for black folks. Either side, uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, decided to market that and call it uh it's platinum plan like it was both his and uh and Ice Cube's plan. Ice Cube said no, it wasn't. What's your and, point? Uh, What's your point? I don't like think, Ice Cube. He's a dummy. He thinks that the blacks yeah, need yeah. cash. The other day to get you were reading off all this all this this platinum plan that you was touting. I was I was not touting it. Of oh. A cover page and then a few a few points. Did you know Joe Biden? Oh. I was not Did touting you know Joe it. Biden oh, had oh, 22 pages. oh! I was not touting 22 it. 22 pages, James. Who cares? It's just words on a page doesn't mean anything. I uh, was not touting. Hold on, Earl. Yeah. I'm putting him on hold. I'm putting you on hold if you don't be quiet, Maze. I was not touting it. I don't like most of it. I only like some of it. I like the part that means more jobs, meaning freedom. But I think it should be across the board rather than special treatment for these messed up communities that messed up themselves. And I like, uh, what else do I like? That's about it. The rest of it I don't like. 
I don't like the opportunity zones. I don't like the funding historically black colleges. I don't like the First Step Act and um, all that. It's just kissing up to blacks. So now, and you're you like and you're a, you're phony for kissing like for a, believing anything Joe Biden says. He's a kiss up and a fake, oh. and I'm not surprised that you fell for it, or that you're pretending you know, to fall uh, for it. <laughs> anyway, man, I gotta run. And state universities uh, get funding from the from the government all yeah, the time. Yeah, we should get rid of that too. I'm happy. I'm happy yeah. to get rid of that too. Hello. Yep. I'll talk to you later. I know I've been on pretty long. Thank you, man. Good to hear from you. So, adios, amigos. Goodbye. Know your rights. Goodbye, friends. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> All right. What a mess. What a shame. Dark side of the bear. What is... Oh, Trump gonna win. Trump is gonna win. Trunk 2020, says Dark Side of the Bear. What? Fabrietz gave a diamond and said, we gotta get Earl on the fallen state. <laughs> I don't know, man. No thanks, right? No thanks. Rick from Maine. Rick from Maine. Hey! On the line. Rick, long time no here. How are you doing? Surprise, surprise, my hey. favorite millennial. How are you? I'm doing fine. Nice to hear from you, man. Ah, likewise. Glad I got a chance to get in here and say a few words. Yes. Earl, I'm going to tell you something my great-grandfather told me a long time ago. Respect is earned. It is never given. So analyze that if you can. And tell me the next time you're on here flapping your gums <laughs> about nothing, then I might listen to you. But I am, James, very ashamed of people especially like Earl. Why? You have no respect, number one. Number two, you voted for demon rats. <laughs> True. Ridiculous. That's my word, and I've stuck with it for a long time. They are no longer Democrats. Right. Not the way that the old Democrat Party used to be. They are now demon rats because they follow their Satan. That is so true, and it's a sh such a shame that an old-school guy who acts like he's a respectful type or a respectable, you know, gentleman, older, getting older, you know, like, like, uh, Earl, follows right along with it. It's a shame. It's pathetic. Yes, it is. Yeah. And anybody that's disagreeing with my voice right now, I've got one thing to say to you. Follow your demon. Yeah. That's a good that's a good message, man. Good to hear from you, brother. Yeah. It's been a while since I had a chance to get in here. I've been quite busy. Had a lot going on in my life and uh we're gaining on it slowly but surely. Good. Maine, man. Uh, Maine has fallen yes, off so badly. It used to be so Republican. Yeah, well, south of the state capital, Augusta. Yes. It has, and I'm disgusted. Yeah. But north of north of Augusta, we are still just as conservative, if not more conservative. Yeah. Than we ever used to be. Are there young Are there young people who are conservatives too, or is it just the older people? 
who are still sensible. We brought our children up to be in the same line as we are, and they were taught respect. If they didn't get respect, we didn't give respect unless we got it. If we talk back to our parents or grandparents, there were prices to pay for that. Yeah. That's the biggest problem we've got right now, James, is children this of these generations, and I'm not including you, you, but others in your same generation, they were not brought up to respect their parents. I know you did by listening to you talk about your folks. Yeah. But you know, it's people it's... that have voted for people in this government right now that have put people in there they don't know anything about, right. or they choose to completely ignore what those people stand for, and they are not even picturing at all the difference that it will make if they get into office. We're looking at a communist yeah. society. Yeah. It's and crazy. If people don't know what communist society means or socialist society, right? then I highly say to you, research it. Because if you choose to ignore and you still elect people like Ilyan Omar <laughs> yeah. and the squad, are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. Those people hate this country, period. They really do. It's so insane. why do you vote for someone that hates your country? This is my country. And I'll tell you something, James. I'll fight to the last breath in my body to keep this country free, as I've told many people before. I will not sit on my backside and pass this mess on to my children if I had any, or my grandchildren if I had any. But I've still got uh, uh, grandkids that... Uh, I adopted when I helped to raise two of my stepbrothers, or stepsisters, rather, children, and bring them into the country. They were taught respect, number one. Number two, they taught what was right and what was wrong. While, while they haven't followed what they should have, they're realizing, well, I made mistakes in not following what I was taught. Yeah. It's wild, man. Oh. People are agreeing with evil. They agree with this That's stuff. Right. They've just brainwashed enough up. to think that socialism is a good thing. Follow your demon. Yeah. I appreciate it, Rick. It's good to hear from you. Take care, brother. You God too. Bless. Take care. So according to Newsweek, progressive activist, meaning anti-American, anti-white, Cori Bush, C-O-R-I, Bush, won her bid for a U.S. representative seat in Missouri's first congressional district on Tuesday, becoming the first black woman, and they capitalized the word black, the, the state has sent to Congress. Bush handily defeated Republican nominee Anthony Rogers almost 85% of the vote. 
More than 80,000 votes in the heavily Democrat district that includes St. Louis with about 21% of the vote counted on election night, according to the far-left Enemy of America, AP, Associated Press. As the first black woman and also the first nurse and single mother, yeah, another single mother, to, re- to have the honor to represent Missouri in the United States Congress, let me say this, Bush said during her victory speech, Cory Bush woman. To the black women, to the black girls, the nurses, the essential workers. Essential workers is a commie Nazi word. To the single mothers, this is our moment. Not going to be good for the children or the women or the men or anybody. So a potential new member of the squad. That's that Cori Bush female. Another single mother. Crazy, huh? She beat out Lacey Clay, a 10-term incumbent during a Democrat primary, by less than 5,000 votes. It is crazy. And that was like a family of... Also part of the... um, Or supported, I think, or congratulated anyway by the Justice Democrats, which is not justice. We're showing Google images of this Corey Clay horror. Immature person. Poser. It's such a disgrace. First ever, I guess, yeah, they, she was recruited by the justice, so-called Justice Democrats, which is a, what the Young Turks are, the Young Turks guy, Cenk Uger. He's, he co-founded the du- Justice Democrats, but... Because he said something that may or be, may have been true about females, he resigned from the Justice Democrats. But it's a complete misnomer. They are supported by like they support Cortez, Alexandria Cortez. They support Bernie Sanders. Just the scum of the earth. They don't believe in true justice. They believe in social justice, which is not justice, as the great Evan Sayet pointed out. Like, uh, like what he said, it's communism, which is the, the enemy of all people, honestly. But especially the open enemy of white people, the pretend friend of, uh, of uh, the POCs and the females and the single mothers and their children whom they like, like to abort. It's disgusting. Like I said, a whole lot of sick people there. Let me get to KT in Washington, D.C., Nice. KT, how are you doing? Hey, what's going on? What's going on, Hank? You're coming in really rough and uh, broken up, KT. Can you get to a better place? You still there? Oh, yes, I am. I am. Can you hear me now? That's a lot better. Yeah. Okay, let me... Uh, man, I live, I live in the country, so it's kind of... Wow, I didn't know there was country anywhere near D.C., <laughs> but it's all so bunched together. I, I, I live right out. I live right out of D.C., so okay. I'm not too far from D.C. Nice, um, about 45 minutes. But anyway, um, I just so uh, you're familiar with Muay Thai? Yes, that's that. Isn't that that Thai kickboxing thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in order to strengthen uh, a fighter's legs. They literally kick trees to break their, you know, to break their shins and break their ankles. 
yeah. so they can, you know, their bones can, you know, get stronger. Yeah. Isn't and, that what uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme did in one of those movies? I, I think so. I yeah. think so. Yeah. So, I, so th- that's, that's what I think needs to happen with, uh, with, this, uh, with this country, the America. You know, um, this country has to fall down in order to, you know, get back to what it, what it used to be. And I think it's already on that course. It's on the course of decline. And the only thing that was holding it, you know, standing in the middle of, of uh, that decline was Trump. And actually, personally, I think Trump is going to lose this election just based off what we're seeing right now. Really? And, you know, he might, he might take it all the way to the Supreme Court. To the Supreme Court, but I mean, yeah, that's that's my opinion. I'll, I'll call back and eat my words if I'm wrong. But all right, I know I'm I'm 100 percent sure he's definitely going to lose this election. Wow, 100. <clears throat> yes, I'm 100 percent sure, and I'm not. It's not going to bother me one bit. You know, I'm not going to be affected one bit. I mean, I voted for him, but I'm not going to be affected if he loses. Mm-hmm. Why? Because either way, the country was going to go into decline, even after, even if he won and you know, went all the way through 2024, he was still, uh, the, the country, this country was still on its way to decline, and it, it's it's on its way to decline. Either that's way, true. If Trump wins or Biden wins. So that's but, why uh, I'm not really but you know, hold on. by the whole thing. Your, your metaphor, I like it, but breaking yourself or breaking something by training is completely different from uh, committing suicide by voting in evil. You know what I mean? Like, it would be, I would, I would be fine if we were running for office, even on the local level, and losing, and we come back stronger, right? But we're not doing that. The conservatives are not doing that. Well, some of, some of them are, maybe. Very few, but yeah. the conservatives aren't seeking to, to be better. They're caving in every way towards evil, mm. which I know you're. I know you agree with that. So yeah, yeah. I don't think that it, this is a Muay Thai thing. I think this is a um, drinking yourself to death type thing, where there's nothing good for you that's gonna heal better. I think it's just gonna disappear. If well, who knows? Who knows what the future is? But I think that we I mean, we gotta stand for what's right. I don't think that you're. True. I don't think that you're right. I, I don't know, but I don't think that you're right. I don't know. I don't see how you can say 100%. I mean, so here's, here's the reason why I use that analogy, you know? All right. Because, I mean, it, it, it's going to go into a decline, and people are going to wake up and realize and be like, uh-oh, we messed up. We need to get it back to what it was. Yeah. You know? That's, that's, you know, that's the reason why I use that uh, analogy. There but, is, I mean, a, there is an awakening of like, oh, shoot, what is happening for a lot of people? That's true. It's right, already happening right. a little bit. Exactly. I yeah. mean, you're, you're already seeing it, didn't you? I think I was listening to your report, and you mentioned about something about, how, I think, 500 um, trans or openly <laughs> LGBTQ stuff. Running, oh, yeah, LGBTQ. Yeah. According to them. According to them. <laughs> and they, probably, they like to pump up their numbers and make themselves appear bigger than they are because they believe, right. in, they believe in worldly things like numbers having the mob on your side you know what I mean so they are the world and that's all they have is worldly worldly wannabe power rather than they don't have the spirit 
So yeah, yep, that's true. A whole bunch of people. But anyway, running. you know, you know, Hake, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> we'll see. But we'll see. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely call back at the end of the week, you know, and eat my words. But um, you think it'll be the well, end of the I, week I, I, before we find out? I, that's that's what I'm, I'm. That's what I'm forecasting. That's what I see. You know, I think this thing is going to get taken all the way to the Supreme Court. So yeah, we'll I mean, in the year 2000, I was telling people, I looked it up, according to Wikipedia, and I remember it dragging. In the year 2000, when it was George W. Bush versus mm-hmm. Al Gore, it took until December 12th to know who won, for sure, mm. for it to be finalized. And that was from, I think, the Supreme Court. Crazy, huh? Oh, wow. Yep, yep. Anyway, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, we will. Well... Well, thanks for uh, thanks for taking my call. Keep up the great work, man. Appreciate you, KT. I look. I like All your right. attitude too. We gotta just whether whatever happens on the outside, we gotta uh, we gotta keep fighting and live our lives. Nice. Exactly. Thank you, man. Exactly. All right. Take care, man. You too. Dang. Let me quickly. I gotta get to Skip in Augusta, Georgia. He wants to touch on this. Speaking of the transgender cabinet uh, candidates, Sarah McBride person who won in the a state senator seat in I forget where Delaware. Skip, how are you doing? I'm about there. How are you doing, James? I'm doing fine too. Well, look in here. This uh, this this going on with the election as far as Trump goes, it's out of our control. We don't have anything to do about that. We can't do anything about it. We just wait and see. Yep. It's all in God. It's all in God's hands. You know, we we cast our votes, and I'm sure there was some illegal voting going on, but we don't have any control over that either. I was thinking about that. Think about the millions and millions of anchor babies and anchor grandbabies who have, in my opinion wrongfully been declared citizens of the United States. They have a predisposition to oppose our immigration laws because their parents broke the laws, and they themselves did too in many cases. And they um, are less respectful of the police than even their parents are, who are a little bit more old school. And so these radicals, and you know, American radicals too, like real Americans, are becoming blind and brainwashed too, voting for evil. And the mainstream media has brainwashed the masses to hate Trump and all that stuff and hate Republicans and hate whites and hate men and hate Christians. And so it's like no wonder, you know, in a, in a sense, if people are that easily deceived, it's no wonder the country is sliding down, you know? But, Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to these homosexuals and uh, transgenders, I don't hear anybody. I've been listening to some other shows this morning and uh, some last night, and I don't see hear no one making a comment about about these transgenders and these uh, openly gay men getting in and uh, in the Senate and in the uh, legislature and all this. And yep. Nobody, nobody seems to be concerned about that. Yeah. Not, not one bit. And do you know how do you know how Rome collapsed? It didn't collapse from outside forces. It collapsed from within. Yeah, they were morally degenerate. They were preoccupied with, as I understand it, right? 
for, from my impression of what happened with Rome, they were moral, more and more morally degenerate, embracing this, this homosexual immorality and sexual immorality in general. They were preoccupied with entertainment and these gladiators and all that stuff. And they were becoming more and more very diverse. They had uh, the vandals coming in and illegals coming in and tearing apart the places. And people lost track of what it meant to be Roman. They didn't, it, it no longer, it became more meaningless. And to this day, there, here in America, there is a, to this day, day there's this homosexual, illegal alien, uh, Filipino guy with a Hispanic last name, who started this organization called Define American. And he pushes this propaganda, and he's accepted in the mainstream, right? Just pushing this stuff, and he's literally saying, define American. And so what happened to Rome is happening to America, seemingly. So you're right. Yeah, you just you just described America right there in a nutshell. But, yeah, um, true. Yep. You know, instead of us instead of us saying, well, that's wrong, that's evil, we're we embracing it. We're embracing it because it's diversity. And we <laughs> yeah. want to always be diversity. We don't want, we don't want to be uh, homophobic or... Or women haters, and or anything like that. Which I, I disagree one hundred percent about women being in office, holding any kind of office. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't believe that's where they need to be. And I saw this morning where Hollywood is just praising, praising this Sailor McBride and all these others that are taking these seats. And uh, and what what people follow Hollywood. Yeah. And and to me, to me, the best thing that, that could have happened out of this. Uh, this coronavirus bullcrap is Hollywood not putting any new movies out right now. Yeah. And people are starting, starting to get away a little bit from Hollywood. Well, I mean, they're you retreating. But, you know, they'll trade one bad thing for another. They're retreating into the just degenerate Netflix and Amazon Prime yeah. and Hulu and all that stuff. That's promoting every bit as bad stuff as Hollywood, you know? It's like the, yeah. it's like but, the, the sickness is... Fill, filling we the are, whole body of are, America. There is a few people in Hollywood that are starting to stand up, like Christy Alley. She's standing up to Trump. Oh, yeah, that's and nice. Scott Bayo. Do you remember Scott Bayo from Hot Happy Days? Yeah. He played Chachi. He's got his own show, and he's, uh, he's, he's lost a lot of money and a lot of movie roles and stuff yeah. in Hollywood because he's standing up for the right thing. And you've got a few of them out there just, just trying to do right and trying to spread the message. But we got a long way to go. Uh, hey, yeah, a long way to go. This 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 country is in a mess. I wonder whether whether people don't realize how powerful it is to make the right decisions and do right in your personal life on the small things, as opposed to worrying about this big stuff going on. You know what I mean? Where, uh, yeah, I know you're, you're exactly right. Like I the, agree with you. Yeah, the Bible says f- those who have been faithful with the little things will be entrusted with trust bigger things. And that's, that's right. I think that's kind of what happened with President Trump. He grew and grew and grew and became president. And it, he earned the presidency against everybody. And he may win again. I don't know what you think of um, KT. I want to believe that KT... And I really like that guy, is being an intellectual. And so he's 
a lot of times intellectuals are blind and don't have the right faith. But he may end up being right. Who knows? Right? It's the future. It's kind of a waste of time to, to uh, try to predict or wish or hope for something to happen or not. <laughs> I, knew, I knew an old guy one time. He told me, he said, he said uh, the past is a, is a canceled check and the future is a promissory note. We can't spend anything in the future, and what we spent in the past is gone. Yeah. We just got to live for a day and do, and do the right thing for the day. Exactly. That's wisdom. And the people who are faithful in the small things, they are growing like by leaps and bounds. You see them around you. I mean, you see it. I feel like I see it more and more as uh, Jesse's supporters grow over the years. In, and we get more and more because I remember we would go to these events and things and it would be boomers and older. And now it's like a whole lot of younger people. And some of those younger people, not all, are really taking, really living it, and that's cool to see. And I think that they're like growing big time. That's cool. And you know, some of us we grow at a slower pace than others. I right. It took me a long time. It took me a long time to grow up. Yeah. Or, or start start growing up. But I see people that I used to hang around, and uh, I run into them every now and then, and I'll talk to them for a few minutes, and I can't wait to get away from them because I. I Honestly, I can't see what I ever saw in being around in to begin with. We don't have the same values, because I didn't really have values back then. I right. was degenerate with my alcohol and <laughs> drinking and partying. Yeah. You know? But as you grow, you start seeing, and friends start falling off, start falling to the wayside, and you really don't care about it. Yeah. Because it really was, it wasn't the right thing to begin with. It wasn't the right relationships to be in. And uh, you you wasn't going to grow from it. You was only going to degenerate more and more and more, and eventually die. Like, yeah, like Jesse said, you suffer and die. But some of us do wake up, and uh, I just thank God that He didn't uh, take me out a long time ago and, and give me opportunity to start, you know, listening to Him and and seeing what's right and what's wrong, and uh, you know, doing the right thing. But. You know, we we can't do we can't handle we can't control what's happening right now, but yeah, with Trump and everything. But no, people just aren't getting upset enough about this uh, Sarah McBride and people like her. They think it's great. They applaud it. I mean, whoa, yeah. we love it. Oh, we're such we're such diverse people. They're cowards. No, we're gonna wind up. Yeah, we're gonna wind up just like Rome. We're gonna we're gonna be uh we're gonna uh, kill ourselves on the inside. The best thing for these transgenders and single mothers and all these lost people, uh, the blacks who believe feel like victims, they believe in racism and stuff, the best thing for these people are the Christians who really believe in Christianity, who are really living it, because they're the, the ones, they're the only ones who treat people right, rather than enabling evil and degeneracy and punishing the innocent and all that stuff. Christians are the best right. thing for everybody. You judge a fruit by its tree. Yeah. I mean, drink, judge a tree by its fruit. I'm yep. sorry, I got it backwards. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, we can talk the talk, but if we don't walk the talk, we, we ain't no better than the ones that are out there doing the wrong, you know? Very true. How can, how can, they, how can they look at us, supposedly so-called Christians, and we're doing about the same thing they're doing or talking right. the same way they are? Yep. And, uh, well, if if that's what's being a Christian, then I don't know if I want to be one of those. You know? Right. Yeah, that's why, so. well, that's partly why 
people, the people who are closer to Christianity, they don't overreact to the Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying or or Trump winning or or whatever happens in this this coming thing. You don't overreact to it neither outwardly nor inwardly because you're on a a solid foundation. That's right. Yeah. We have a responsibility, hey, if um as a Christian to uh, you know, do the right thing, not just not just for ourselves, but so other people can see, you know, what a Christian is really like and see a difference in your life. Because if, if people could if people that knew me a long time ago and know me now, and there are some that, that uh, I'm still in contact with, and especially family and all, it's like they they tell me you like daylight and dark, you know. Wow, that's but it cool. Didn't happen over, it, it didn't happen overnight, but I'm glad they're able to see a change in me now, you know. Right. Because look at here, I don't want to type your time. You're doing a good job, hey. Thank you, sir. And uh, and uh, I'll your talk state, with you later, right, your state is one of the one of the so-called battleground states, isn't it? I don't know if has Georgia decided yet. Wow. Well, we'll see. We got a mess going on in Georgia because uh, the water pipes or something busted up around Atlanta, huh. Fulton County, Gwinnett County. I'm not surprised. And, uh, there's really, there's really a lot of Democrats in that area. So, yep. uh, you know, we're waiting on those votes to come in. So I don't know what's going to happen. Instead of voting, so they should be cl- cleaning up their chicken bones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right. They probably got. They probably got a. They should turn that water loose on the streets and clean them chicken bones up. Yeah, we should. We need to send Jordan Peterson down there and say, "Clean your chicken bones," and they say, "Clean your drug habit," <laughs> and then they fix each other. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, man, appreciate you, Skip. We'll talk. All right, take care, Hank. You too. I'll be right back, guys. I want to get to Art in Ohio, Ron Mays, and touch on this Deray the Coward uh, situation and South Africa. They are just openly endorsing evil. It's crazy. So I'll be right back for the rest of our two. Hang tight. Just a couple of minutes here. Be right back.
Thank you to Polly J for the double diamond and to Penny Rue for the diamond. Appreciate the support, guys. And I'll be checking the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash the hate report, an alternative way to support. Appreciate the support. Um, hang on, Art and the rest of you guys. Let me quickly cover this South Africa story because I got to get these in. So. Willem Petzer, W-I-L-L-E-M, Willem, yeah, am I pronouncing it right? I think it's pronounced like that, right? He is a South African boor, I think, and he's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show multiple times, as have others, and he reports that a quote-unquote journalist, which we all know that means communist activist, burned a tire with fuel in it, that this so-called journalist laid at the foot of a cross memorial to a farm murder victim. And I'm going to play a clip showing this. A tire burning with gasoline is what the ANC, African National Congress, communists, terrorists, did in the 90s to people who disagreed with them. They would put it around your neck, whether you were black or... I assume that, that they did it to whites too, I don't know. But I've seen them, you know, I've seen pictures of black victims of this. If they agreed with the whites too much or whatever. They put a tire around the neck of anyone who appeared not to hate white people enough. You know, I'm, this is my description of how <laughs> it went. My interpretation, right? Put gasoline in the tire. Lit it on fire. Torturing and killing the person. Murder. In the name of the ANC. Wikipedia says, Necklacing is the practice of extrajudicial summary execution and torture carried out by forcing a rubber tire filled with petrol, which is gasoline, around a victim's chest and arms, setting it on fire. The victim may take up to 20 minutes to die, suffering severe burns in the process. 1986, Winnie Mandela, that's Nelson Mandela's wife, or then wife, I guess, said, with our boxes of matches and our necklaces, we shall liberate this city, which was widely seen as an explicit endorsement of necklacing. This caused the ANC to initially distance itself from her, although she later took on a number of official positions within the party. The first victim of necklacing, according to the South African Truth and Reconciliation Commission, which sounds like a communist organization, right, was a young black female, Maki Skosana, on the 20th of July, 1985. She, she said that Moloko said that her sister was burned to death with a tire around her neck while attending the funeral of one of the youths. Her body had been scorched by fire and some broken pieces of glass inserted into her private area. Pretty explicit. Sorry, kids, I didn't give you a warning. Well, the kids, some of the kids aren't really traumatized by this stuff unless they've been traumatized by other things first. But Moloko told the committee... They added they, a big rock had been thrown at her face after she'd been killed. Photojournalist Kevin Carter was the first to photograph a public execution by necklacing in South Africa in the mid-80s. He spoke of the images. I was appalled at what they were doing. I was appalled at what I was doing. They, I guess he treats it like, you know, in the wild, when these animals attack, one animal attacks another, 
you're not supposed to intervene, let nature take care of itself. I guess that's how they treat these communist blacks who are torturing and murdering blacks who didn't hate whites enough. And that's my interpretation of how they did it, right? But then people started talking about those pictures. Then I felt that maybe my actions hadn't been all bad, at all bad. Being a witness to something this horrible wasn't necessarily such a bad thing to do. Just rationalizing stuff. Typical journalist, right? Phony. He went on to say, after seeing so many necklacings on the news, it occurs to me that either many others were being performed off cameras, as it were, and this was just the tip of the iceberg, or the presence of the camera completed the last requirement, kind of like the ISIS murders, right? Where they tape it and put it out there for propaganda, for intimidation and inspiration for young angry people to become terrorists, right? Strong message being sent. So the media encouraged this stuff in a sense, right? Kind of like the media encourages riots and everything. Acting out. Oh, I got on TV. See me on TV? Yeah, you were looting. (laughs) The question that haunts me is, would those people have been necklaced if there was no media coverage, he asks. Sounds like a coward to me, I don't know. Another author, a female, Linda Schuster, writes, Necklacing represented the worst excesses committed in the name of the uprising. And the uprising itself was immoral. It just destroyed South Africa. It's a mess right now, but the liberals want to pretend that it's fine. And they're hiding the fact, you know, Trump tweeted about this in 2017. Not necklacing itself, but farm murders, because that's the updated thing. They're torturing and murdering people on their farms, whites especially. But murder is through the roof in South Africa. Murder and AIDS, killing people left and right. The murder rate in South Africa is rivals anything in Mexico and our worst cities nationwide to this day. <laughs> to this day! This was particularly gruesome form of mob justice reserved for those thought to be government collaborators, informers, and black policemen. See? Hating cops. The executioners would force a car tire over the head and around the arms of the suspect, drench it in petrol, set it alight. Immobilize the victim burned to death. Just do it in the middle of the street. It escalated the levels of violence during the township wars of the 80s, early 90s, as security force members became brutalized and afraid they might fall victim to the practice. And meanwhile, what are they complaining about? Apartheid. Ooh, segregation. Being separated is the real evil. Not this attack. Violent attacks and killings, murders. No, racism is the worst thing in the world. Fake. Fake people. And so South Africa right now, to this day, they're murdering people. Torturing people. Raping. To this day! Robbing them. It's a mess. But the mainstream media here and over there want to pretend like it's not happening. Oh, you know, the farmers are just this tiny portion of the of the murders because blacks are murdering each other left and right in the cities, right? Well, here's a clip showing a tribute to a man, presumably man, who died, a farm murder victim, and a fake journalist with his girlfriend or female friend recording it on a cell phone, presumably a cell phone. And he's bringing a tire to a... um, 
a white cross, setting the cross on fire, putting uh, fuel on the on the thing, setting it on fire. Reminds me of the KKK. That what I heard about was the KKK used to burn crosses in front in the yards of blacks. Right? <laughs> That's what I heard. Well, they're doing the same thing, and worse to whites. It's payback. Only it's worse because it's the whites didn't do anything wrong to these people. They're just innocent victims. If there is any such a thing, and I think that they are. Look at this clip, and then Willem Petzer is going to explain a little bit of the situation with the dishonest media right after. Willem Petzer, you'll hear him. Watch this and listen. This guy, we are slanya, guys, but not mentally disturbed. Just say. I have no idea what she's saying. If we saw the cross. Cross, I heard that. Look at that. This is a journalist Run guy, a life. black dude. Run for your life. Woo! Look at that. Hey. Evil, huh? So, Anti-Christian. Yeah, this is what's happening. Anti-white. Anti-human. What is so significant no, about this is that it's being done by a journalist called Nick Mutlong. Journalists have been one of the biggest proponents of the so-called far murder myth idea. The idea that farm attacks and far murders are a myth that are being spread by right-wingers or far-right-wingers or whatever propagandists that they want to call it. The reason why they did this is because they wanted to make it seem like the ANC-run South Africa is actually very good and that the people who have massive problems with the way things are being run and how things are going are just far-right racists. One of the worst things that are happening in South Africa right now is farm murders and they really needed to sweep this under the rug from the ANC side in order to make it seem like everything is running smoothly in South Africa. And it's a lie. Everything is not smooth in South Africa. I remember a few years ago you heard Cape Town was running out of water, suffering a drought. You heard Skip talking about how Atlanta, they need to replace the pipes or something. And they got the chicken bones problem. Corruption and incompetence are hand in hand. And they are murdering. But the journalist or agent provocateur asks DNYG. They are activists. Here in this country, they're corrupt, lying, dishonest activists and in South Africa. Of course. They are running PR for evil. Sick, huh? That was uh, Willem Petzer, and he's been attacked by these people, too. So it's not like he's just up safe and just chit-chatting about everything. Uh -uh. Nuh-uh. His life is at risk, too. Crazy, huh? That's South Africa. And... Trump tweeted about it, like I told you, in uh, 20, I want to say it was 2017, talking about the farm murders and the stealing the land, the government stealing the land, co communism, without compensation, redistribution of, uh, I guess, running the land. And they're in they can't run the land. It, didn't they try this in Zimbabwe and they said, oh, white farmers, please come back. <laughs> You're competent after all. Because they were getting some type of famine or something like that. Isn't that what happened with communism in the um, Holodomor? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. 
in, I think, Ukraine or somewhere. They did communism, take away the land from the people. And then so tons of people starved to death out of their misguided, feel-good, fake ideology. Satanic. Female-minded. Rooted in hate. Right? Crazy. Anyway, uh, Art in Ohio, he's been on hold for some time, wants to talk about the transgenders in the government. Art, how are you doing? Art? Hey, hey, how you doing, man? How you doing? Fine. Real quick, just, uh, just falling back on, uh, just with the transgender and the negative stuff that they, uh, they're, they're promoting, just like Chad Butler was saying about, uh, a lot of these rappers promoting selling drugs and using drugs, but the thing is, when you sitting there promoting all them, making this money and doing all this, it's, it, you're not telling them about the negative. You ain't telling them about when they going to jail and they ripped away from their kids or whatnot. And they, they, the, the kids' parents ain't able to feed the kids because the dad is ripped. They only tell you the good. You see what I'm saying? They don't tell you the downside, and that's where my problem comes in. And that's where my problem comes in with the trannies. Right. You put them in, in, in position, and then you got a lot of these kids and these new generations coming up just being already raised and brought up to think that people wearing dresses like Tyler Perry is right. You see what I'm saying? Now you're putting people in political position. Now you got these generations, they thinking that that's cool, and it's confusing them. Then when they go into these hospitals and go get these transgender operations, you ain't telling them that they might lose their life in the under them, with them doing the, the evil stuff that they doing to their own bodies, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not telling them that, that they ain't gonna be able to have no kids, and they ain't gonna never be happy in life. Right. They gonna be depressed and, and always on uh, over-the-counter drugs. You ain't telling them that. You only want to try to paint that like it's a good, and this is another thing, and it's a sh- it's shame on you, man. You a tranny, or you would not, you, if you was a born man, you supposed to be a man, if you a female, you supposed to be a, a, a female, or would not. But shame on you, or whatnot for trying to deceive and confuse or whatnot, and it's it's a big problem with that. Then I want to get on uh, with that female, female, first female senator or whatnot. The transgender wannabe female s- state senator, yeah, from uh, Delaware. Yeah, yeah. that it, 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 it's just so mind boggling to me that uh, that just like I was saying. They're not telling you that you're not going to have kids or whatnot. Just like you, you're not going to be happy in life because you don't made a mistake and, and transition over playing, trying to play God, and you can't reverse that. Yeah. And you got a lot, and you got a lot of these people out here confused. And I'm just trying to figure out why are y'all voting these people into these positions? Then you you look back at and wonder why do you get the results that you get? Yeah, it's crazy. That's, Let alone you go, man. That's you horrific. Go in there to to get think... a, a trans a transgender operation. They don't. They not God. They don't know what they they saying that they doing a whole bunch of these operations, but they're experimenting on you. Right. That's just like a, a mechanic going out here changing the dang on uh, brakes. They say they can do it in twenty minutes until they strip their screw off, and it takes three days to get it out of the uh, caliper. Yeah, you know, uh, Jesse Lee Peterson interviewed that. Who's that one guy with sex? Is it sex change regret dot com something uh-huh. like that? Uh, uh-huh. What's that guy's name? I have no idea. There's this, there's this former transgender guy who's, yeah, it's sexchangeregret.com, and this guy named Walt Heyer, mm-hmm. he had gen- 
so-called gender reassignment surgery back in 1983, and mm-hmm. he was he played tran- a transgender woman for eight years, and at first he was giddy for a fresh start. He says, and <laughs> hormones and sex yeah, change right. genital surgery couldn't solve the underlying issues driving his what he calls gender dysphoria. He detransitioned yeah. more than 25 years ago. He says. Learn the truth, hormones and surgeries may alter his appearances, but nothing changes about the immutable fact about your sex. Uh, Walt, W-A-L-T, Heyer, H-E-Y-E-R, sexchangeregret.com. And he's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, and on some other uh, places he's written books. Older guy, but uh, yeah. he's he's done that. And then um, this liberal journalist, independent journalist, Michael Tracy, interviewed this young lady named Helena, I think, mm-hmm. or Helena, I forget, I think yeah. it's Helena, who um, played a, she went on Tumblr, Tumblr, yeah. you know, the far-left female-oriented outlet yeah. Tumblr, and she learned mm-hmm. that, oh, she decided to be transgender, play a, a, a male for a while, and then yeah. she broke out of that a little bit, but it's crazy. It's a misguided, yeah. they pretend, oh, bullying is why these people are committing suicide. It, they cannot yeah. identify the, the real issues that is causing ain't, their ain't, unhappiness. Ain't no, ain't, no, ain't no bullying when you're calling out uh, dysfunction. Right. You see what I'm saying? You, you, y'all going to be in these, getting, in, getting in these positions, getting allegedly uh, uh, elected in these positions, because I can't see who in their right mind will vote for somebody who's uh, got a mental problem that everybody can see. Yeah. And is confused about their sexuality or even about themselves at 35, 40 years old. How are you that old and you don't know that you a damn man? Something's wrong with you. Something ain't kicking right. And y'all yeah. dummies is going to go put these type of people in position to have authority to predict what, what goes on in the future of your alleged life. Right. Well, they can do that for you, but they ain't going to do it for me. Yeah. Don't look for me to come come save you or whatnot when you get uh, backed into the corner by the evil posse that you're rolling with. Because they ain't going to do nothing to me, just like Jesse said about some females the other day who was trying to uh, act like they wanted to fight him. I ain't one of them other guys, sweetie, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. tr- and tranny and, and homeboy. I ain't one of them other guys. So you come over here with that mess and you're going to get right what you're looking for. America, God bless America. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it, Art. Yeah, and this is so crazy because they think they they try to make it seem like somebody's bullying them, but when somebody's trying to tell you the truth and the fact, you tuck your tail and want to run. I don't want to talk no more. Right. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. God bless you. Thank God you, Art. You. Thanks for taking my call, man. I got yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Take care. I'm gonna get to Ron and Mays quickly. I gotta play this. I gotta remind you guys about this DeRay guy, the coward, and then I will get to Ron and Mays and the rest of your callers. Hopefully, I will. Um, this is just a reminder clip about, it's from 2015, okay, but it shows you, and this, there was an incident that DeRay McKesson, a Black Lives Matter agitator, communist, just outright lies, reminds me of, uh, he must be a, um, Earl must be a follower of DeRay, (laughs) or, you know, they all follow the same Satan, right? This is from Mediaite. It's on Archive, and Huffington Post covered it, too. Wolf Blitzer fails to goad protester into condemning violence. Goad. Listen to this clip from CNN. It's clip 11, I think. Community organizer speaks to CNN about Baltimore protesters. And this is Wolf Blitzer, who is 
you know, a phony guy on CNN, longtime host, so-called journalist, activist, and then DeRay McKesson, Black Lives Matter agitator from April of 2015 after Freddie Gray, the drug dealer, got himself, he broke his spine, he ran from cops, got tackled, severed his spine, they put him in a bus or a van, they tried to drive him back to the thing, he was in, in a critical condition and eventually died. And they blamed the cops for it. They prosecuted the cops eventually, the mob. But here's DeRay talking about, and this is right around the time, or right after, there were crazy Baltimore riots. Tearing apart the city, setting things on fire, assaulting cops, and this is how DeRay responds as Wolf Blitzer tries to say, you, but you condemn the violence, right? <laughs> Listen to this. I want to bring in uh, DeRay McKesson. He's a community activist who we first met uh, in Ferguson, Missouri. He's now in Baltimore as part of a peaceful protest. Uh, DeRay, thanks very much for joining peaceful. us. What's your plan today? What's your mission in Baltimore? You know, we're here supporting uh, the protesters on the ground and continuing the movement. You know, there's Sorry. been a lot of positive demonstrations over the past couple months here in Baltimore and positive. across the country because the police have continued to kill people. I mean, tonight will be another night where people come out into the streets to confront a system that is corrupt. But you want peaceful protest, right? Yes, for sure. Yep. And remember, the people that have been violent since August have been the police. We think about the 300 people that have been killed Liar. this year alone, like that is violence. There's been property damage here that's been um, really unfortunate over the past couple, for yeah. a day or so here. But remember, there have been many days of peaceful protest here in Baltimore City and in places all around the country. But at least 15 police officers have been hurt, uh, 200 arrests, 144 vehicle fires. These are statistics. Local police have put out 15 structure fires. There's no excuse for that kind of violence, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, and there's no excuse for the seven people that the Baltimore City Police Department has killed in the past year either, right? Yes, there is. We're not making comparisons. Obviously, we don't want anybody hurt, but I just want to hear I'm, you I'm say not, that uh, there should be peaceful protests, not violent protests, in, in the tradition of Dr. Martin Luther there, King. There, yeah, there should be peaceful protests, and I, I don't have to uh, condone it to understand it, right? That the, the pain that people feel is real, okay. and you are making a comparison. You are suggesting this idea that broken windows um, are, are worse than broken spines, right? And what we know to be true is that the police are killing people everywhere. They're killing people here. Six police officers were involved in the killing of Freddie Gray, and we're looking for justice there. Um, and that's real, right? That like the violence that the police have been inflicting on communities of color has been Not sustained true. and deep. But you agree, I assume, with President Obama, who just said a few moments ago, there's no excuse for the violence that erupted yesterday. There's dancing. no excuse for the stealing, no excuse for the arson. You agree with the president? What I agree with is that I advocate people to See? peacefully protest. I also know that pain manifests in different ways, and I don't, again, I don't have to condone it to understand it. People are grieving and people are mourning. Um, and I would advocate personally for people to do it in ways that you are calling peacefully. Um, but again, I also know that Freddie Gray will never be back and that those windows will be. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the, and, and the president also said, President Obama, he said the violence, he said distracted from the uh, peaceful protests and distracted from the mourning that the family of Freddie Gray was seeking yesterday. Uh, your reaction to that? You know, we're distracted from 
from progress is when city officials get on TV and call uh, black people in pain thugs, right? That's a distraction. So, um, so, you know, I think that the unrest, the uprising, whatever you call it, is again a cry for justice here and a cry for justice across the country because the police continue to terrorize people. And again, the terrorizing is actually deadly. Broken windows are not broken spines. Uh, people are in pain. So. So I think that the, the president, um, I hope that he understands the, the conditions that created the unrest and that continued the unrest, not only here in Baltimore, but across the country, because Freddie Gray will never see another day and neither will Tamir or Ayana or Mike Brown. Phony person. That is a brazenly, shamelessly, openly homosexual agitator. And nothing about DeRay McKesson is peaceful. He's fake. He doesn't know peace, and Wolf Blitzer neither. He's a liar, too. But he was pretending like, hey, come on, pretend to stand for peace. That was, I believe, April 28th, 2015. He refused endlessly to condemn the riots. Instead, lies about poor, innocent black victims of police, like drug dealer Freddie Gray, who ran from cops unprovoked, got his own spine broken, six officers, including blacks, were uh, charged because of this phony lynch mob. Phony black politicians like state's attorney. I have this clip from back around that same time. State's attorney, Marilyn Mosby. Remember her? I just have a quick little clip of her. And then Mayor Stephanie Rawlings Blake, by the way, who said, we gave them room to destroy, famously. And male black Democrats, too, by the way. One of them was one of their husbands. All six of the officers got off, by the way, with no convictions because they were innocent. So it was a waste of time. Here's this clip, 26-1. Reuters, from Reuters, 2015. Poser Baltimore State's attorney, Marilyn Mosby, pretends homicide means crime. Homicide doesn't mean a crime was committed. She uses big words. You'll hear her use big words and kiss up to no justice, no peace. Black mob idiots. Just a short clip right here. Listen to this. The findings of our comprehensive, thorough, and independent investigation, coupled with the medical examiner's determination that Mr. Gray's death was a homicide, which we received today, has led us to believe that we have probable cause to file criminal charges. Look at those people. To the people of Baltimore and the demonstrators across America. I heard your call for no justice, no peace. Your peace is sincerely needed as I work to deliver justice on behalf of this young man. What a fake person. Women. Ridiculous, snobby, snooty, self-important, affirmative action officers, officials, right? Black females in positions of this worldly power. And it goes straight to their heads. (laughs) You hear that lady? These evil people had speculated, based on no evidence, that the cops gave Freddie Gray a rough ride in the van, meaning drove all hard and tried to hurt him. Al Sharpton, I think, spoke at Freddie Gray's funeral, the, this drug dealer. Oh, look, at, show this picture of Freddie Gray in front of, like, there's like a list. There's this huge list of all of his uh, cases that he was a defendant in. Look at all these case numbers. Freddie Gray... That's the, that's the drug dealer who got himself killed. And case after case after case of him being a defendant 
in crimes, and he ran from cops. Tip- very typical. They get tired of being in jail, I guess. And they're willing to sacrifice their own lives. Obama sent two representatives to this guy's funeral, I think. The MLK's Martin Luther King Jr. His, well, he's dead, right? Allegedly. But he had multiple relatives there. Including, I think, a niece or a nephew or son or who knows. It was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous funeral. For a king. For a... Uh, St. George, St. George Floyd. (laughs) So DeRay, in that first clip, he kept on repeating the stupid line, broken windows versus broken spines. The black dude did it to himself. As if it's the cop's fault that a known drug dealer with multiple crimes on his record ran from the cops and they chased him down. He talks like a total college liberal, right? In these pre-learned lines, phony like a politician. He's a politically correct coward. I notice that there is this cowardice amongst the, these extremists, and he is an extremist. And the worse extremists, like the ones who are, well, actually, I don't think they're worse. They're just more useful idiots who are tearing apart and looting and everything. He's every bit as destructive as them, and he covers for them. You'll notice he just said, oh, these people are in pain. And it's a distraction to call them thugs. And lang- riots are the language of the oppressed and the silenced. What a, such a phony person. You hear the line on the right sometimes. Never punch right, right? You hear it on, on the right. I don't know if you've heard it, but I've heard it. And it's kind of like when Jesse Lee Peterson talks about, c- criticizes people on the right who hate, are hating the Jews, blaming the Jews, right? And they say, oh, he's a shill. He's a paid shill. Well, Jesse's just standing on what's right, right? And he wants you to say, criticize the Jews, but don't hate them. Well, not to Ray. He not only won't punch right. Well, it's kind of like, never punch left. This is something that Don Lemon said. Don't punch down. You don't punch down on the downtrodden. Meaning people who are below you, right? In, In some weird way. That's uh, Don Lemon, another homosexual radical who works for CNN. Never punch evil. They don't punch evil, meaning they don't criticize evil. So he doesn't want any blowback. He'll see, they'll cede no ground. Same way the people who are on the side of what's right should be shameless in being for what's right. But this guy is shameless in being out for what's evil. He'll call out white cops who won't do a thing to him, and black cops, by the way, the raves like a big bra- like those big brave rhinos who are calling out President Trump, kissing up to evil. Typical lying communist too. It completely ignore the black violence, just like what you heard Earl say. He was ignoring black bad attitude, black escalation, and antagonism, and bad attitude, and uh, fighting, assaulting cops, resisting arrest. Completely ignore all of that. That's actually the, and the black anger and black violence that's actually a cause of their own pain that he pretends is the cause by the cops while exaggerating and lying about the so-called police violence, which CNN pretends is a legitimate term. To this day, I read the CNN emails. 
police violence is a header frequently. To this day! To this day, they're lying. Commies. Freddie Gray was a drug dealer, dead himself in. Oh, by the way, DeRay McKesson listed a whole bunch of fake victims, right? He listed Freddie Gray, Tamir Rice, Mike Brown, and some female that I hadn't heard of. They try to overwhelm you with their fake uh, list of fake victims, right? Freddie Gray was a drug dealer. He did himself in. Is his own doing. Tamir Rice was 12 years old. You know, it might have been an unfortunate incident. He looked like he was 21. He was pointing a realistic-looking pellet-slash-BB gun. It didn't have an orange tip. It was, I think these things were manufactured without an orange tip. Pointing this at people, scaring them. A guy called the cops from the park, saying, there's a guy pointing a gun. It might be fake. The dispatcher didn't say it might be fake, but it doesn't really matter. And, you know, my parents told me, don't point guns at people or don't go out with realistic-looking guns at people. You're, it could be confused with a real gun. Get yourself in trouble. Evidently, he didn't have good parents who taught him this. Twelve years old, he, he was pretty much grown. <laughs> Almost 200 pounds. Five, nine, five, eleven? I don't know. Maybe over six foot. But, uh, unfortunately, he was shot and killed. I don't know if it's unfortunate, but he was shot and killed. I think it was a rookie cop, but he had ignored warnings to put his hands up. They, they say that they said it three times, put your hands up. They might have said it over the loudspeaker as they were driving up. They said, oh, only two or three seconds, and then they shot him. I don't know. A lot can happen in just two or three seconds. He didn't, re- he didn't put his hands up. He reached for his waistband. And may it, maybe it was completely innocent in his intentions, but he was shot and killed, and they're pretending that's racism. They're pretending that's police brutality. At worst, it's an accident. Michael Brown, he deserved what he got. No thanks to his split-up bad parents, by the way. He did what he did. He got himself killed, attacking the cop, attacking a store owner, stealing because of his own anger and the thug culture, it's not police. It's ridiculous. And yet his ghetto mother was rewarded. They got a million and a half dollars, something like that. D- typical DeRay. Typical communist. Try to uh, go outside your area of expertise. Well, I don't know about that one woman that he named, so maybe they have a legitimate complaint. Nope, they don't. doesn't matter. He makes you want to hate him, too. Just, and by the way, this dishonest person is rewarded by the world. He uh, was Fortune's World's Greatest Leaders list. Fortune's, Fortune magazine? Foreign Policy magazine. 100 Global Thinkers list. The Root 100. The Root is a black magazine. I think it's associated with NBC or something. Out 100 because he's shamelessly homosexual. Honorary degree from the New School. The world rewards. They're evil. He was a guest lecturer at Yale Divinity School. This liar. He spoke at GLAD Gala. GLAD is the Gay and Lesbian Association Against Defamation or something like that. And they make their business defaming anybody who disagrees with the LGBTQ madness. Where he discussed his life as a homosexual male. And asked LGBTQ people to come out of the quiet. This guy 
he did this mapping police violence along with some fellow agitators, including Samuel Sinyangwe, who was interviewed by Jesse Lee Peterson back during this time. Mapping police violence. Completely ignoring the real issues, right? They launched Campaign Zero, a 10-point policy plan, decriminalized trespassing, marijuana possession, loitering, public disturbance, and consuming alcohol in public. Just make those, oh, those are not a crime, because those are used to target African Americans. They don't threaten public safety. Wrong. You, you deal with the petty stuff, and you'll head off a lot of the worst stuff that goes on. Because along with those things come worse things. And he was awarded the Howard Zinn Freedom to Write Award, along with some other radical female, in 2015. Howard Zinn, the communist. Uh, I covered this guy a month and a half ago after um, President Trump called out that dead liar communist guy. On September 18th, Friday, September 18th, Trump's truth versus Howard Zinn's lies. He, so this guy, DeRay, set up a riot in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, July 2016, that injured some cops. Cop tried to sue him, and a, a judge said, you can't do that, you can't sue him, it's First Amendment right. And then the Supreme Court, Amy Barrett, declined to, she sat out of it. Clarence Thomas, the great Justice Clarence Thomas, dissented, but they let him get off completely unaccountable. You can't sue DeRay, First Amendment. He's highly irresponsible, never held responsible, and he doesn't care. You heard him not care a, 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 at all about the cops who got injured. I told you guys about the alt-right guys who uh, have faced lawsuits like crazy over their one rally that went south. No, no, really no fault of theirs. Maybe they should have known that it would be bad because Antifa and Black Lives Matter... And Democrats will allow the evil people to attack the people who are protesting or rightfully protesting peacefully. And some of them did know. They came ready with shields and stuff and fight back against the Antifa people in August of 2017. But they didn't live it. They still haven't lived it down. They're getting sued. They're being called uh, fugitives and all that stuff. Some of them pepper sprayed. I told you that. They're only prosecuting, selectively prosecuting the whites and letting the Antifa whites off and the Black Lives Matter agitators off, attackers. I bet you that, that the alt-right stuff and Proud Boys and all them too, which Proud Boys are now alt-right, but all those people, 93% peaceful. I'd probably say 97% peaceful, maybe even 99% peaceful. And that's a reference because they pretend that the Black Lives Matter protests were 93% peaceful. You're not peaceful when you're smearing cops falsely. You're a lynch mob. A week after DeRay's riot, ex-Nation of Islam killer Gavin Long murdered four cops and injured three cops in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I have a clip showing him and some others, radicals, including Louis Farrakhan and the mother of that guy who had a gun in his car, and he told the cop, and the cop uh, thought he was handling the gun wrong, so he shot the guy. Philando Castile, his mother, evil person. I have a clip, uh, I think it's one, uh, of that. 
But actually, a few days, right around this t- same time as DeRay's riot, there was a crazy cop killing spree in Dallas, Texas. Five cops murdered. And then they used a robot bomb to blow up that guy, that murderer. Here is a, this clip. You, ha- you know which one I'm... So this, this clip starts out with a real s- brief screenshot of a stat from Kent Osband. In a Wall Street Journal article, what statistics say about policing in America, the quote reads, while blacks are 14% of the U.S. population, they account for 47% of killings of police. Blacks are 5.6 times as likely as non-blacks to kill a police officer. And here is these people endorsing it, and you're going to hear one of them, who he did, this is Gavin Long, the, the Baton Rouge cop killer. He went on to do this. He was an ex-Nation of Islam guy. Listen to these clips. Here's Valerie Castile, the mother of Philando, Louis Farrakhan, and Gavin Eugene Long, the cop killer. Listen to these people. Crazy. And f*** the police. Say whatever the f*** you want to say. Now this is the real Valerie Castile. I don't give no f*** no more. Don't let this white man tell you that violence is wrong. Every damn thing that he got, he got it by being violent. 100% of revolutions, victims fighting their oppressors, victims fighting their bullies have been successful through bloodshed. Zero have been successful just over simply protesting. The real ones, the alpha ones, we know what it's gonna take, revenue and blood. Revenue and blood. Revenue and blood. Do what you do. If I had it my way, it's on and cracking. But here in Minnesota, this cracker bam my ass motherfucking state. These motherfuckers. I hope that motherfucker died tonight. Crazy, huh? It's 187 on a big cop. <laughs> uh, that's from uh, Jesse Lee Peterson compilation of leftist violence and that's what they do and this is encouraged meanwhile oh racism cry me a river let me get to ron in rhode island he's wants to talk about trump's tweet this morning revenue and blood sounds like ice cube right ice cube saying we need cash to get respect (laughs) and that guy hated cops too or he pretended to i think he did and even wasn't dre still not loving police (laughs) These people, it's been decades, and it's just accepted. Fake news media covers for them. Let me get Ron in Rhode Island. Ron, thanks for holding, man. How you doing? Absolutely. I'm uh, I'm doing well. How you doing, uh, Mr. Hake? Fine. Thank you. Appreciate you. Good, good. Um, I was just calling in because um, I was curious if you got a chance to check out uh, one of Trump's uh, tweets earlier today where he said, how come every time uh, they count mail-in ballot dumps, they are devastating in percentage? And uh, I was curious if you got a chance to, to take a look at that tweet and what you think about that tweet with uh, the uh, uh, mail-in ballots. I didn't hear those exact words or read those exact words, but I saw one where he's like, you know, we were winning handily in uh, as of last night, and then all, all of a sudden... They're discovering all these ballot dumps. Very, very um, suspicious, right? And um, he talked about some other things. 
Well, here in Rhode Island, we're like we're trapped between a Connecticut and Massachusetts. Yeah. So we're always blue, unfortunately, and we have four uh, we have four electoral votes. But um, there's a lot of uh, Republicans here and, and silent majority. And last night, you know, all the way up towards the end of the polls and uh, uh, even beyond that, we were way ahead in red. And I, we were shocked and surprised and excited. Wow. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, and even some of the, we were turning some seats, some Senate seats and local uh, uh, state uh, rep seats. And then out of nowhere, around 11 o'clock last night, um, everything shifted immediately, you know, o- over to blue. Almost every, <laughs> I know it's like we can't uh, make any moves here in New England. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, you know, they are censoring tweets left and right by Trump, and by this man who's like a, if anything, he's like airs on the side of being too fair and too uh, kiss up type. Matt Walsh, Matt Walsh is like. Somewhat of a, I don't know, you might call him a bit of a rhino sometimes. But right. they are censoring tweets like crazy by uh, President Trump and because they're liberals. They are liberal activists. And so Twitter is censoring him like crazy and pretending, oh, calm down. But meanwhile, they're allowing Black Lives Matter to lie about fake police violence. They're allowing the Democrats to lie because they are liars themselves. So, man, uh, well, just keep fighting. Tell the truth. We well, it, we were only thirty cent, uh, thirty cent, thirty percent into the uh, vote here in Rhode Island, and then you know, New York Times already had declared Biden the winner. Wow, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it, it's New York absurd. slimes, failing That's New right. York slimes. <laughs> Is that what we're at right where we are right now? What yeah. is that? What is? Can you read those numbers to me? Uh, Biden, what to something, and Trump to something? Biden. Uh, Biden has two hundred twenty-seven electoral votes, and Trump has two hundred fourteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, it feels old because I thought that he had two hundred thirty something. It's a little bit higher. Yeah. Okay. Biden oh, two thirty-eight. Trump two fourteen. Okay, that's what it was early this morning too. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, um, they're, they're not above cheating. Look at how they allow the illegals to come in here and stay here. They enjoy breaking the law and bending the law and selectively enforcing the law. They're liars. They openly, shamelessly lie. So. Right, and, and they take everything out of context. Trump, during his late-night speech in the middle of uh, early, early this morning, um, he had stated that, you know, it's not fair that, you know, all of these votes are going to start coming out of nowhere and the yeah. numbers are just going to start dumping. And um, they immediately took it out of context and were saying he was talking like a tyrant. He doesn't want your vote to count. He doesn't want you to vote. Yeah. Just absurd. They twist everything. Yeah, they totally do. Because Trump said what? He said, we're going to win this election. And honestly, I've already won it. He said that. And you know what he meant. Like... Honestly, if this, if all things were honest, he would have won if the, you know, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And then they say, oh, he's, he lied and said, he he lied about voter fraud and stuff like that. They're the ones lying. They accuse him of doing what they do. Right. Yeah. 
Well, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thank you, Ron. Keep fighting there. We'll get Rhode Island back. We'll get Cali back, right? Or we'll see. Awesome. East and West Coast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Take care. Thank you. See you again. Bye. All right. Let me quickly get to Mays in Dayton, Ohio. Mays wants to tell you how to earn respect, maybe. No, I want to ask you how, what is this? I mean, respect. The guy was saying his grandmother taught him you had to earn respect. I don't think so. You have to give respect to get it. That's what Probably. earning well, respect somebody, is. That's what earning respect not, is. But nowadays, but nowadays, like him, but nowadays, but nowadays, yeah. Maze, <laughs> black people like have, hold on, Maze, I'm talking. <laughs> Who am I right now? I'm talking. Excuse me. And then I, I pause, and then Maze just keeps on truck rolling over me like, uh, like Mike Pence. <laughs> but you, uh, black people who are getting um, resisting arrest and deal- getting in all these ridiculous confrontations with police, they are giving no respect. They don't give any respect. They don't respect themselves. They don't respect their parents. They don't respect authority. And so they, um, they don't get what they, they get back what they deserve. Okay. Yeah. So, and then he said, he said, get rid of your demons. He's full of a demon because, you know, if you were a Christian and respect, you wouldn't be talking about Omar. You wouldn't be talking about all the hateful stuff that y'all do that y'all won't admit that you talk about. You all mean the time. Ilha- Do you mean Ilhan and Omar? Black people, I got y'all problem. Keep telling you that. Do you mean Ilhan Omar? Yes. The hatred that came out of his mouth about her. You just, I mean, envy. I didn't hear any hatred towards Ilhan Omar. Well, you thought, You're hearing yeah, things, Mace. He said she won her Mace. election. That's what he said. And he didn't like he that. He wanted her what? He ha- he's a hater, a man. He no, hates. but he said what? He was saying that she won her, won her, her seat back. How is that hating? How is that hatred? Because you don't want her to be in the seat. The people but that, her. I don't want her the in the seat either. That's not hatred. Wait, just, just because you, you do, you get everything you want. Just because it's something. Doesn't, you don't but want, you, you said hatred. You, you accused him of hatred. That's what's wrong with you. But you, you accused him of hatred with no, no evidence. I tell you like this. You remember the cops? No, you just now you're just moving on to another lie. Typical Obama. Okay, Obama. <laughs> you talking about Obama? What does that got to do with this conversation? That's y'all problem. Y'all hate him too. Chris doesn't. So hold on, hold on, hold on. White Chris. Hold on, Mace. White Chris doesn't even want Ilhan Omar in this country, but he doesn't hate her. That's what I know. But you how is that hatred? Africa. But you all over in Africa. What does that got to do with here? South Africa is a beautiful place. So what does that got to do with here? Your laws and their laws are different. Not really. Really? Okay, if you say yeah. so. That's in your mind. That's where you're sacked up. No, you you're the one in the mind. mind. You're the one imagining you hatred. About, you're you projecting your own hatred on on uh, say, Rick from Rick Maine and... Well, no, I don't know about Chris. Say, I don't think you, you hate, think Chris is a hater. You know that Chris is a, uh, loves everybody, right? What? You know that Chris loves everybody, right? You a bunch of heathens. No, he don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he loved everybody, okay? If yeah. he did get the things out of him, he probably would learn how to. And also, James, I have one... He's going to learn problem. from you, Mace. <laughs> I don't need him to learn from me. Yeah. I don't even know, but I just give my opinion. You ha- y'all hate people for their opinion. Whatever. You can't even give them an opinion. Just because that's how you, that's how you do to uh, Bible go-to, go-to guy. You hate what Bible you go-to guy for his opinion. You accuse him of spitting I mean, I on people. I don't Bible go-to guy for his opinion. <laughs> yeah, you do. People, the only people can have rights are Caucasians. That's all y'all think. No, that's your that's your imagination because you don't think whites have any rights. No, you think you're supposed to tell people what to do like their children. 
No, you tell you try to tell us whites what to what to do. You try to tell us what not to say? No. Wait. Typical. It's just like I'm saying. You would take a grown black man to try to tell him what to do and how to do, even the cops. He doesn't act very grown. You talking about Earl? You talking about Earl? No, I'm not talking about Earl. I'm saying any man. No. Any black. Anyways. But anyway, you have a good day. I heard you talking about cops this morning. Yeah, and you remember that FBI, the FBI guy in New York, in the in the in the, in the cop, city cop in New York, when no. he was harassing him, and when he found out he had a badge that was better than higher than the one he had, didn't he look like a fool over there? Harassing FBI him? is not higher than the local cops. No, 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 no. no FBI no, no. are snooty, in, snobby liberals. He put him in his place. No, nope. another thing about no, I, no, I no, no, no more. Another things we have to go. That's a perfect example of what they do every day. You have a good day. No, James, I have one question. No, no more questions. We're past time. No, not a question. I have an answer. You know about him, uh, the crossing, uh, nailed Let's the cross. Let's start the music. He was not nailed to a cross. <laughs> he was nailed to a tree. Find it in your Bible and give it to your pastor, Jesse. So oh, gosh. So he know it was a cross and it was a tree. That's why y'all get lost. All right. Thank you, Maze. You lead the get way. Get heart. <laughs> Don't tell people what to do and get rid of your envy and your jealousy, and you'll be a better person. And All right. Some of them you have a good day, Maze. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. Jib Jab says, bonus deers once again. Hake Report is back up on Twitch after being evicted by the communists. We back, baby. <laughs> and you're welcome, gave a diamond for Hake's home gym. Thank you, sir. If anything, I need to cool it with the working out. Am I right? <laughs> no, I'm playing. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow is Thursday. Tonight, or 4 p.m. my time. The Bond Sunday service premiere on Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. TheHakeReport.com the for my stuff. JessieLeePeterson.com for Jesse's stuff. RebuildingTheMan.com slash church will post the uh, premiere that we're planning for 4 p.m. today. We'll post it there. Make sure you're subscribed and ring the bell to Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. It's excellent. All right, guys. Take care.